It's episode 15 of the ADR podcast. I'm on Collider.com right now, and the number one story is that there's a 50-second teaser for Guardians of the Galaxy. As it turns out, this is a 15-second teaser of what is going to be a full trailer tonight. I think it's ridiculous that this is a teaser of a teaser. But Marvel fans really love their movies, so I don't know, maybe they'll appreciate having 15 seconds of their trailer 12 hours early. And with that, as I'm fighting off a cold, sorry I sound like crap today, I'd like to talk about the Marvel Universe and why I don't really get it. One of my best friends from high school is really into comic books. There have been many times I've tried to get into them as well with him, because it looks like a lot of fun. I'm a big fan of collecting things, I'm a big fan of long arcs. But as much as I love, you know, jumping into a TV show that's five seasons in, I'm terrified of starting comic books. I have no idea where to begin, there's so much stuff there. Some series extend all the way back to the 50s and 60s, but where do I start with them? So every time I try getting into comic books, I'm always confined to graphic novels, things that have a limited run or are already finished or just one-shots. A lot of Alan Moore, Watchmen, and V for Vendetta are fantastic. My other favorite is uh, Umbrella Academy by Gerard Way. Not to mention that it's expensive. I know that a lot of comics do trade paperbacks after a little while, so you can only buy one volume, and it's nice and pretty and shiny and a lot more durable than, uh, I don't know what the term is, the monthly issues. But even then, there are so many of those that if I want to get into a certain series, I have to buy maybe five or six $20 volumes. Which is why I'm really happy that Marvel is making these movies so accessible to people like me who maybe just want to go see one movie and understand a story. Then again, that means that most of the movies that come out are origin stories, which I know pisses off comic book fans because they've read these stories so many times. So the things I like about comic book movies, um, I really like that Marvel's movies are so accessible and that I can sit down and watch the movies and understand everything without having to know the comics. I'd say even doubly so for the Avengers and the fact that they were able to make this one singular movie that also functions as a sequel to several different movies. When I saw the Avengers, I had seen Iron Man, Iron Man 2, and then Captain America all almost a year before the Avengers came out, so I didn't really know them very well. And I hadn't seen any Hulk or Thor movies. But it was still fantastic, mostly in my opinion, because of Joss Whedon. He is a master of characterization and dialogue. Anyone that knows any of his other stuff will totally attest to that. But with the Avengers, there was no BS. He was able to jump right into the story, pick up right where these characters left off, in a way that anyone that hadn't seen any of the other movies could totally pick up immediately. So I was excited for the Avengers because A, I knew these characters somewhat, and B, Joss Whedon was at the helm, directing. I hope they do the same kinds of things with Guardians of the Galaxy, because I have no interest in seeing it, but if it's half as good as the Avengers is, I'll still probably go see it. But with Guardians of the Galaxy, they've got to make it as accessible as the Avengers, because I've never heard of any of these characters, and I've never seen them in any of the other movies, and I'm not into comic books at all. How Guardians of the Galaxy reads to me so far is extreme fan service. I'm not really a big fan of fan service, no pun intended, just because I feel like if you start to try to appease your fans, you start to lose things in terms of who your characters are and what your plot really is and what your main purpose of your film is. If there's one thing I've learned throughout high school and my first two years of college, it's that if you try to make everybody happy, you're not going to make anybody happy. 
So the way I read this Guardians of the Galaxy trailer trailer is, hey guys, look at this movie we're finally making. Look at all of these really fun characters that you know and love from the comics, and we're finally bringing them to the big screen. It's like the first episode of the third season of Sherlock. They really played the fact that there was no new episodes for two years, and they dangled all these fan theories in front of the audience. Is this what happened? No. Is this what happened? No. Alright, I'm going to try something new. Every time I mention something in passing on the show that is going to be a future topic, instead of stopping and talking about it, I'm going to just make a little sound to alert you that there's going to be a topic about this. What can I use on my desk to make this sound? How's that? It's a water glass being hit with a pen. Alright, let's try this again. Much like the third season of Sherlock really plays on fan expectations and fan service, I feel like Marvel's starting to do the exact same thing with their movies. Not even starting, they've been doing this for a while, like the post credit scene in The Avengers when they show a new villain coming in for the next Avengers movie. I saw it with a friend who loves these comics and he freaked out, like, oh my god, the next movie is gonna have this guy in it. Similarly, the way that the news really follows everything that Marvel's doing and every little announcement that they make in terms of when movies are coming out, who's in these movies, I don't really get it. The fact that these movies are so accessible is my favorite part of these movies, but it feels like when I read a news article about Marvel and whatever they're doing in the next few years, I feel like I'm missing out on the secret that everyone else is in on. Like, who are the Guardians of the Galaxy? Why should I care about what they have to do with the rest of the Marvel Universe? Although, to be fair, it has a raccoon as a character, which I think is pretty awesome. Speaking of universes, that's another huge thing I really don't get about comic books. If another author or publisher or illustrator or whatever comes in and creates their own Spider-Man story, where does that fit in with the rest of the Spider-Man stories? Is there one singular, official, quote-unquote, timeline? There's this universe and that universe and this one-off universe that uh, Alan Moore came in and wrote a story about. I don't get it. Which I think is another huge plus to these movies. I can sit down and watch and understand everything. Which is why Guardians of the Galaxy concerns me. If there's a trailer for the trailer that's 15 seconds of things that are supposed to be awesome, but to me look like a bunch of weird characters and explosions, what am I missing? Am I going to miss that when I go see the movie? I guess Marvel fans are really rabid, and I guess, you know, just like any other fans of anything that's being adapted into a movie, immediately you want to see how the book is being adapted into this movie. Who's casting it, who's writing it, who's directing it, that kind of stuff. So I can't blame any Marvel fans for wanting to know what the company's going to do with their beloved characters. But to me, it feels like this is a little bit over the top. I'm sorry if I sound dismissive of comic books and the comic culture, but I really want to get into it. This is something I admire, but I'm honestly just too scared to get into it. It's so daunting to delve into this really deep world. So your homework assignment, dear listeners, is to send me ways to get into comics. Where should I start reading? What should I start reading? How can I get these things cheaply? That is my main thing right now. <laughs> How can I get something relatively cheap to start getting me hooked on these comics? I am at underscore Brian Hamilton on Twitter. You can find me there. Please send me ways to waste all my time and money on these comics. Have a good day. Talk to you tomorrow.